0: Come on. Don't bullshit me. <laughs> it's kind of up to say, the one, We weren't complaining when the Nazi scientists came over from Turkey. <laughs> That's messed up. Okay, sorry, I apologize. Welcome to Come On, Don't Bullshit Me, where we peel away the messaging of talking heads to get to the crux of today's issues. You can't just say, oh, immigration, because immigration means different things. And depending on which type of immigration you're talking about, it requires different solutions or different ways to uh, attack the problem. Because the problems are different even if you consider them a problem in the first place immigration is not monolithic there's quote the skills-based immigration there's that family-based or diversity immigration and then there's the quote illegal immigration and even like the illegal immigration you have to break it down but in this case i mean good faith the argument here they're, they're basically talking about the illegal border crossings from the south from the latin american afro-caribbean nations Okay, you, if you want to talk about that legal immigration of, like, uh, jobs and, and whatnot, that, that's one thing. But the issue with the border, that's not so much to deal with immigration. It's the fact that uh, the the countries that these people are emigrating from are, you know, downtrodden or corrupt or whatever. Because, like, most immigration is not even from... The Mexicans aren't the ones that are going across the border, really. It's, like you said, originally, it's like, the Guatemalan... Or now like haiti and like well what just recently happened in haiti you know with the assassination of the president and like you know it's just the the, the economy or you know the country has like broken down i forget I and mean, this is like from a couple of years back remember like even though there's that famous photo of like the border between the dominican republic and haiti now and it's like a huge stark difference for like the satellite image but anyway so it's like if you're gonna if you want to fix that illegal immigration the border crossing immigration well that's more of a diplomatic issue where we have to go back to 19th century ways on like where we like we set an example to the western hemisphere through the Monroe doctrine where we basically told the Europeans to like fuck off with the western hemisphere don't mess around with it, with the Americas cuz America is like the the United States is like the protector of the Americas and you know we won't mess with you so uh and i mean that's why like all all, like those latin independence movements you know in south america were all inspired by you know americans or or by america that's why like a lot of the flags are based off of america and a lot of their constitutions and everything like that are based off of like america and then now of course we have like antagonistic relationship with uh latin america I mean, i'll just say latin america because canada is basically you know it's, it's not nice to say but they're basically like america jr so who cares like they don't really count because they're they're essentially like the same as us in the content in the confines of this uh discussion well yeah so basically we lost like our you know relationship with uh latin america and how like you know we're the protector of them and especially i mean a lot of this happened during like the cold war era where, you know, the Soviet Union, like we were so afraid of that and like the communism that we basically, you know, meddled in the internal affairs of the of the Latin American countries and we messed up a lot of, you know, democratic uh um reforms within these countries because we were so afraid of communism. But now that, you know, that threat's over and we should go back to the old days of like, okay, we're the guarantor of the Americas or the or at least the exam set the example for the Americas and make sure that they're good. And that's like a diplomatic uh Foreign affairs, you know, foreign aid type of thing, where improve their country and improve to the point where then they don't need to risk their lives to come to America. Because you got to ask yourself, because oh, we got to worry about the the border and everything, blah blah. blah." Well, why don't you ask yourself what possesses a human being to risk their life traveling, you know, in shark-infested waters or risk? uh, snake bites and like dying of thirst and heat stroke in the mojave desert right? to cross the the border to go into texas or arizona or whatever when you know they have a, like, a perfectly good country from where they're from and then maybe you should look at okay where are these people coming from what's the country and that's that's like that all comes down to diplomatic core and our foreign policy foreign affairs policy etc etc that's what they should be focusing on and that that would do stem a lot or most of the um illegal immigration now a separate issue is this immigration of bringing skilled based people here for europe is different but it's the same it's mostly like these uh the arab or maghreb countries where they're like worn torn or because of like failed arab springs they're they're escaping all of that and and going to a place that will take them and obviously okay so you look at it you know if you're talking about you know, the, like, the Muslim Brotherhood, and I'm, talk, I'm not talking about the organization, but the concept of, well, it's not called Brotherhood, but the Muslim global community, if you will. Okay, so, you know, where's UAE? Where's Saudi Arabia? Where, where are these so-called, you know, well-off Islamic uh, states? Why aren't they taking their Islam Islamic brothers or brethren, include sisters, whatever, so you know, Islamic brethren, and, you know, helping them survive what the prophet would want them to do. Iran could take Shias and then, you know, Saudi Arabia could take Sunnis. Like, that's... The point here is that they're not taking any of these people. And then, obviously, you know, Russia's not doing that either, right? So, but you, the EU has decided to do that. And it's being exploited in the sense that uh, they, they try to do a. I know i'm like speaking fast and loose here because i don't have all the details but they try to work an arrangement with like turkey that turkey would take it because they're just like blindly you know europeans like blindly saying, turkey is islamic so you guys take them and then of course now turkey is just basically using as a bargaining chip like you know if you mess up if you screw with us we're gonna you know leak these immigrants into europe and then of course and then europe again like either they don't want it or they can't handle it you know that's that's another topic now all of these is a can of worms, so you kind of have to just artificially put a border around it, around that conversation. But basically, they use it as bargaining chip, or they bypass uh, Turkey and go to Greece, and then of course, you know, Greece's economy is shit itself, and they can't really, they can't even take care of their own people, let alone immigrants, and then, and of course, with the free movement of the borders within Schengen, you know, they go, you know, over the, throughout Europe and even that like even that's kind of like a very simplistic thing because you're saying okay well why is this so first you got to say why is immigration a problem right because you're assuming then because the automatic uh, assumption when you're talking about this thing and phrasing the way oh the immigration problem is is, is saying like uh, that the, the people that are immigrating to your country are like undesirable because like America wasn't complaining about you know the super smart people coming into the United States and you know upstarting. It's kind of fucked up to say. But no, we weren't complaining when the Nazi scientists came over from Germany. <laughs> That's messed up. Okay, sorry, I apologize. But again, immigration is you know is a good thing, if if it's good for your country. So if you're already phrasing as this is a bad thing, then you got to like look at okay why are these people supposedly coming in? This is. It could be just a purely racist thing, racism thing. But like for an example of Syria, I'm assuming that Syria, all things considered, were generally the people there were, you know, well functioning people with like skilled labor, etc. etc. And then with this whole like uh Assad issue, uh, with the war torn like the you know, the first immigrants that left were the well off ones, right? No one was really complaining about them. And as the 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 war expanded and the whole thing the whole country kind of collapsed and degenerated then the less people the people with less opportunity then, then they start leaving right because you're only as uh you know faithful as your options if you will so if you're like super skilled and you got money you can obviously afford to like get out of dodge before uh things get really bad and then like if not then you're like oh well i'm gonna stick it out and all of a sudden now like isis is on your doorstep and you got nowhere to go so it's like well i guess i better leave now and in that case you're on skilled labor you know then okay then you know that could be an issue but you know again the point here is that again it's a similar thing like what i'm saying like united states should look at okay how do we help out guatemala or haiti or whatever then europe needs to look at okay if we don't want you know these middle eastern immigrants well what's going on in those countries and then you know attack that problem here Because you can't really, you know, unless you use, like, uber draconian method or, you know, physical force or whatever, you're not going to prevent people from coming into into your borders. It's not like a dance club or something where you got some, like, you know, big burly guy at the door saying, sorry, your name's not on the list. It's like you can't stop people from going to your country, especially if your country is big country you know, borders are porous. So a lot of those arguments about the immigration stem from the xenophobia and racism. But if you're gonna do the good faith uh argument about uh the immigration, then you have to like determine okay, which immigration are we talking about? Are we talking about this quote illegal immigration? Are we talking about uh immigrants taking Americans jobs? Uh which is again another issue when it doesn't really do with immigrants. Are you talking about like this uh family or skill quota uh thing which i don't i don't think many people are arguing about because everyone like recognizes like that's a good thing right so so you gotta look at it it's a, you know tell me which immigrant immigration you're worried about and i'll give you a, a, an answer a solution for it canada doesn't have to worry about you know illegal border crossings per se i mean of course yeah, probably they do but again good faith uh, non pedantic argument here because they're I mean, their, their their top border is, you know, the White Walkers and, and, you know, the Arctic Ocean and their southern border is, you know, the United States. And, you know, so unless unless we get, uh, you know, American health care system is so screwed up that Americans are running across the border, you know, it's like they don't really have to worry about that issue. So most of their immigration, you know, I won't even call it issues or concerns, but also, the immigration is coming by airplane right which assumes some level of uh, economic uh i don't want to say competence but economic ability if you will so and so yeah so you can talk about okay also because airports there's only a limited number it's very easy to control so yeah so the skills based thing is obviously that's like their biggest concern in america yeah you have that too for you know obviously but uh you know the the big issue that people seem to be worried about is coming through the southern border, where it's the land border or the Gulf of Mexico, the maritime border. That's the big issue that people are seem to be caring about. So those are like entirely two different issues because our southern border is Mexico, right slash the Gulf of Mexico. So there's that. Oh, that which now brings me another issue. It's like okay, if you want to deal with uh, immigration, right, the land in, like the illegal immigration in the land. Why are we making up um, even like let's just think let's let's like be like completely, uh, you know, reductio ad absurdo? I don't even know if that's like appropriate here, but let's let's like give complete 100% benefit out to the conservatives and like the Donald Trump types, right? And just say, okay, fine, immigration is a huge problem through you know Mexico and everything like that. Okay, are these illegal immigrants Mexicans? Well, yes or no? No. Okay. Well, where are they coming from? Oh, they're coming from Guatemala or whatever, and you know, Central America. Okay. Well, if that's the case, if Mexico is not the issue, why don't? If you're going to build this wall, why would you try to build a wall all the way from Texas all the way to California? Ridiculously expensive, and, and you know, it's like inconceivable to actually work. Where you can easily do a smaller, a shorter border wall at the southern border of Mexico, which is basically. like a couple hundred miles long, and it just makes economically and physically much more sense. But anyway, but that's like Chad. But that's giving them super benefit of the doubt and everything like that. It's obviously a bigger issue there. But again, it also goes back to the diplomatic engagements. Okay, so these people aren't Mexicans, but they're obviously they have to travel through Mexico and then end up going to the United States. So one of the things that we have to ask ourselves, okay, well, why are they doing that? Why is the Mexican government allowing them to traverse? through mexico maybe we should engage with mexico on that and like come up with a a, a bilateral solution on that if this if this really is a problem and you and the and the american population you know american populist decides okay this is something we should address which is again an entirely in a different issue but if that's what we're determined well then let's do something effective here and then see where the problem is coming from Problem's not coming from mexico they're going through mexico so why don't we focus on working with the Mexican government, or at least identifying why they're going through Mexico in the first place, Let's stop it from there. The Democrats are just so stupid with their messaging. You know, Democrats used to be about for the working people, you know, working class Americans, blue collar, blah blah, and you know they got a lot of their votes from there. And now we have kind of like lost that and becoming more and more elitist. Which again, we can—that's a different discussion on whether that's a good thing or a bad thing. But the Democrats lost the uh, the working class, blue collar types, right? And one of the big things that they're worry about here, okay, that's the, that's the other immigration thing that they're worried about, was that, oh, these immigrants are supposedly coming in and taking our blue-collar jobs, which is complete bullshit, but, you know, whatever, that's, you can't fight public, or you I mean, I guess you can't fight public perception, but you have to at least accept it where the public perception in order to be able to attack it. So here they are, like blue-collars, they're like, okay, well, screw The Democrats, Donald Trump speaks to us, even though he's a completely con man and, you know, snake oil salesman, but at least he's addressing their concerns about lack of blue collar jobs. Right. So what is Biden, you know, to his credit, what is he trying to do? He's trying to do his infrastructure bill. Well, what do you think infrastructure bill is? It's basically his jobs for blue collars. But rather than talk about, you know, hey, we're going to do all this stuff and like bring jobs, like create all these jobs for blue collar Americans, so they can get all these blue collars back in Democratic Party, they fall, they fall into the idiotic, stupid trap of the you know Republican, the GOP messaging, whether it's about one point five trillion versus three point five trillion. It's like who gives a rat's ass how much it costs. It's like. We create you know, we spent 3 trillion you know more than 3 trillion on freaking you know Afghanistan it's a, it's a, it's like a it's a bullshit argument but of course because of democrats are you know completely inept with social marketing or whatever the hell you want to call it, messaging they they're stuck they fall into the anchoring trap of the republicans of like oh well, 1.5 trillion versus 3.5 trillion when said they should be talking about okay what, what's in the 1.5 trillion or what's in the 3.5 trillion bill that's not in the 1.5 trillion chances are there's going to be something like a job in west virginia like some project there you know they there's there's some jobs there that you know this infrastructure bill is going to fund right create and problem here is not like uh, um there's just not enough well, I mean, the problem is that there's no jobs, but the job is not like we are like, fundamentally limited of the jobs. There's plenty of stuff to do. Just no one's willing to pay for it. We well, hear the government's coming. Joe Biden's coming and he's going to pay for it. Right. And it's so rather than calling the 1.5 trillion bill versus 3.5 trillion. He should say, oh, well, we're for the the West Virginia dam bridge bill. And then this one and these guys are are, are not for it. You know, phrase it something like that and then and that way then you got blue collar people you know then they're then they're talking about whether oh do you support the the bill with the the West Virginia bridge bill or the or the one without the bridge bill and of course obviously the westbridge is like no this is bullshit i want to oh you know i lost my jobs and everything like that blue collars don't care about immigrants right they just care about being able to i mean this is why they get pissed off about the woke culture and everything like that it's because they don't care about a lot of them they don't care about racism or immigration or anything like that they just care about putting food on the table and like you know living their you know the good life that they're used to right and and now they know that they don't have that anymore, but part of that is because of the jobs. So what do the you know, Republicans or the populists do, or the nationalists? They say, oh, the reason why you don't have that is because of immigration or because of racism. And then, and then they see that, and then they say, oh, that must be it. So then, and then, so then they become, quote, racist or xenophobic. It's not that they're inherently xenophobic or racist, because the people that are talking to them, they're messaging them, are telling them this thing. So without an alternative answer, you can't really blame them. If so, if one side is giving clear messaging, and the other side is not, then it's the problem of the people not giving the clear messaging. It's like the classic example with the teacher, right? A lot of there's a lot of smart scientists. I'm gonna talk about for because I'm in you know, a science degree, but a smart scientist doesn't make a good you know a good science teacher if they don't have the ability to you know message or teach give the messaging of the of the knowledge of the education to their students they're a shit teacher maybe a brilliant scientist and they can do stuff on their own but teaching and trying to relay message and raising up the next generation of scientists they're completely shit on you know or they're, they're, they're completely shit at it so in this case like the democrats they're shit at their messaging and say what you want about the republicans and how they're you know racist and xenophobic whatever their messaging is on point and if a blue collar who doesn't have the time or the energy or, you know, or, or the luxury, let's just call it that, it's the least controversial phrase, phrase I can think of, the luxury of understanding the nuances of the global economy to say, oh, okay, well, these guys are telling me that I don't have my job because of immigrants and brown people and the Democrat, and then and they go to the Democrats and be like, well, what, what do you guys say? And they don't say anything. Well, can you really blame them? I mean, obviously you can, but can but from you know their perspective, like, can you blame them for quote becoming racist and xenophobic? I mean, in, in you know in the realities of politics, I, I would say no. So in this here again, this classic case of Joe Biden wants to do the right thing, Democrats want to do the right thing, but because they want to be like you know ideologically pure and everything like that, they get suckered into the stupid framing of the conversation as a 1.5 trillion versus 3.5 trillion and obviously if you're blue collar you don't know jack shit about the nuances of the again global macro employment uh, scheme if you will they're they're going to be like oh well you know 3.5 that sounds expensive that's ridiculous rah, 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 rah. you know and of course you're going to lose that freaking argument and you're going to get this milk toast infrastructure bill that doesn't really do what you really want to do and again like he said it's true the democrats are basically going to lose their their majority like next year because of the way the American elections are, you know, gerrymandered or whatever. But so they, you know, this is their only chance to do this, and they're completely screwing it all up. So, again, rather than talking about 3.5 or as well, why they should talk about, oh, this is the, you know, this is going to fund this specific bridge project or it's going to fund the construction of homes or you know driveway paving whatever you hell you want to call it what who who's who's hurting for jobs you have all these statistics that everyone praises like oh like obama's election team did back in 2008 to identify who these people are and all the way down to the sub-county level we'll use that information figure out who these blue collars are who are hurting for their jobs and then target the infrastructure bill or at least the, I mean, you probably already did target the infrastructure bill, but target the messaging to talk to these people to say, hey, this is what we're trying to give you. If this bill passes, you will have this job. You will restore your American dream. Dare I say you will make you know, America great. You will make your family great again, right? You know, There you go. Steal Trump's stupid MAGA and say make your family great again. And then restore the American dream and they go like this is the so there's you can either get this bill where you're going to restore your jobs or we're going to go with this bullshit you know a republican bill or you know compromise bill where you're not going to get that and then all the money's going to go to the corporations there you go that's your messaging and of course they're they're not doing that and they're being stupid and of course they're going going to lose this next year and everyone's going to complain and no one's going to you know learn from it so yeah there you go